Hello, welcome to today's episode of Juicing the Numbers, your statistics and sports podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Tracy. And I am Foreman Heller. And we are both hosts of this podcast that we run together. Welcome to episode 231. The numbers creep up. Our listenership does not. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. Kind of. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, we've been talking a lot about goofy rule changes recently within baseball um, because there's been a new slate of rule changes that have been issued at the minor league level as the MLB continues to try to play around with how the game works, um, which in of itself is fine. Um, we've had different discussions and arguments about the validity of and merits of some of the rule changes, but by and large, it's kind of what it, what it is. One thing that is new as of today, um, which is March 24th as of the recording of this, is that the MLB is planning on attempting to use StatCast, which for anyone unaware, which if you're unaware, I'm not sure how you listen to this show, um, but for anyone unaware, is um, one of the tools that MLB uses to um, measure various in-game uh, movements. It can measure how hard a uh, pitch is thrown, how hard a ball is hit, the angle at which a ball is hit, how far fielders had to run to go reach the ball. Like it, it, everything is mapped out. And one of the things it measures is spin rate. So MLB is going to try to use StatCast in an attempt to crack down on pitchers using time pine tar um, because the concept here is that the use of pine tar and the extra grip associated with the stickiness of the, the sub of the, the substance allows you to get kind of an extra artificial grip, which allows you to get a little extra artificial whip, which gets you a little extra artificial spin rate, which can then either increase the movement of your breaking pitches or give a little extra quote unquote life to your fastball and any big jumps that occur outside of your, uh, a natural progression or whatever they're going to plan on kind of implementing this. We'll, get into what that looks like um or at least how we think it would look like uh they can uh, i guess in their minds attribute some portion of an increase to the use of illicit substances i.e pine tar um so corwin what's your impression of this kind of at, at the jump you know i know it's something that we've talked about to a somewhat in-depth extent previously uh about the use of pine tar you know, how much we should allow it, if we should allow it, you know, the extensiveness to which it's used currently. And I'm just glad the MLB isn't just accepting it as what it is and rolling with it and actually stepping up and saying, hey, let's do something. Because you had a great tweet earlier, which I very much appreciate, basically saying, doesn't matter if it's legal, doesn't matter if it's illegal, just pick one and let's roll with it. And I I really agree with that. It's definitely something that, you know, they were kind of wishy-washy with for so long because it was something they knew everyone did, but didn't really want to, you know, acknowledge it because of the implications of this is cheating at the very core of it. Like there's no way to skirt around the point like this is just cheating it's against the rules we're just not really doing anything about it because it it doesn't really matter all too much to us and i'm just happy that they are kind of stepping up and saying hey we're 
gonna go after these guys that do it. We're gonna take a you know concern concerted effort to cut down on its use to take a tangible step forward with it. That's all I ask for. Yeah, I because so and the other part of what I what I had tweeted out earlier today was that I don't want it to become like steroids because the problem with steroids was that everybody, not everybody, a large section of the baseball community was using steroids. Everybody knew about it, but because it was benefiting in the eyes of ownership and the commissioner's office, the game, no one cared Mm -hmm. until they decided to care. There was a very harsh crackdown and with all the bans and, um, I don't know, poor perception of the players that that juiced in the post-steroids era, it's led to a lot of like, all right, well, this guy, was he linked to steroids? Can I vote for that guy for the Hall of Fame? You know, what is this guy's legacy really like? All this bullshit. And at the end of the day, it, it's a stupid position to be in because MLB let it get there. And mm-hmm. the last thing that they should do with Pintar is let it be like that for pitchers. The last thing we need is for five years from now, everyone to look back at, um, I don't know who's going to be retired by then, uh, Justin Verlinda, Clayton Kershaw, and be like, oh man, Clayton Kershaw, like he never like, got busted for pine tar, but he had that one season and maybe he got old with the back. No one wants to have that shit conversation. It's a fucking stupid conversation to have, and it's absolutely infuriating. And it's almost certain to happen. Right. If If they make it... Because they have to really actually address the point like they never did in steroids. MLB never came out and said, we knew steroids was happening in our hearts, but we didn't have the uh, infrastructure to handle it correctly within the rules of the game. So we would ask that you not judge players who got busted with steroids because it was not illegal at the time within the game and we will now address the issue going forward and which would have really put a line in the sand as arbitrary as it may be for some on how we're supposed to move forward, leaving that era. And if they don't do that with pine tar, cause it seems like they're kind of doing it by admitting that they're looking for it, which means that they know it's happening, but they haven't really said it's happening. They just said, we're looking for it. Um, and they gotta they gotta make a fucking stance. Uh, so in in your in your heart, where you feel, where you supposedly Ooh, feel, I'm supposed to, yeah, that's yeah. much better. <laughs> would would you fully ban pine tar, or would you go with like a regulated use of pine tar? I don't care is also an acceptable answer. Um, at the end of the day. I don't care. Like it, it doesn't matter one way or the other. That being said, as someone who really enjoys watching movement on pitches and you, you know, would want a level of fairness and acceptability where, you know, it's kind of like the war on drugs and, you know, how Oregon's handling it. It's, we can't really truly stop guys from using it or finding ways to use it or things like that so we're going to legalize it but control it and make sure that the stuff everybody gets 
is safe, you know, uniform, quality controlled, sh- shit like that. So if they had implemented something where, you know, they have the rosin bag and then they have a bottle of bullfrog, branded MLB bullfrog. Okay. Or, you know, there's a limit to how much you can use. You get X amount issued you for the game and hey, you have this much to go through for an entire game. Use it accordingly. I don't know. But something like that I'd be okay with. But at the end of the day, I don't give a shit. Uh, I think that's about where I stand. I don't really give a shit. Either. So I, why do you think pine tar is illegal? Because I was wondering about this today too. And I think the core of it is that you're not supposed to doctor the ball. But that also comes from a point in time in baseball where pitchers would scuff up the ball. Um, and the reason that became illegal was because balls would get so dirty that batters just couldn't see them. And one guy died. So it it's a far cry from that because pine tar doesn't really scuff up the ball in the type of way that like, you know, dirt balls or, or spit balls really would. So I know it's a foreign substance, but at the same time, so is spit, which players are allowed to go to the tongue now. And so is rosin, which players are allowed to use. So I don't, I mean, it seems kind of moot, right? Moors. Oh, my mic was fucking <laughs> muted. Oh, no. You saw me just look down at that and just have the shock, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I made a Seinfeld joke about the moops and the moors, but the moops. Um, it says moops. Yeah. I, I don't disagree with you. It's like, if it's. Yeah, you know the spirit of the game. Sure, I I don't care. I mean, yes, you make a a very good point. I could see why people would disagree. I don't care who ends up being right. Just make it uniform, and I'm just glad they're going one way or the other. I I want to present to you another idea that I was mulling over. Um, in favor of truly doing whatever was is within your power to eliminate pine tar uh i'm not wholly convinced on it but it's i think it's the most interesting case outside of just cheating is bad i am smart look at me go um (laughs) and so one of the reasons pine tar is so prevalent in baseball as i said when i was kind of introducing what pine tar is is that it allows for a little bit better grip and so pitchers feel as though they can get a better snap on the ball to help deliver more movement, better, a better slider, bigger curve on your curveball, whatever it is. So in theory, if you take it out of the game entirely, you might get players who just don't have the same level of movement on their baseball, which might sound bad, but MLB has been looking at ways to reinvigorate, you know, offense and contact led baseball and a crackdown on pine tar might end up leading to pitchers throwing a little bit slower because they might not feel like they have the same type of command, even with the fastball that they would if, if they were being able to use pine tar. And it might cut down on the movement a little bit to where uh, a slightly more average hitter could get some degree larger of contact. And it might be a way to 
give some of that advantage back to the batter. I don't think it would reduce movement a little bit. I think it would reduce movement a lot a bit. I'm trying which... to be conservative, so I yeah, yeah, yeah I understand. <laughs> hey, conservatives aren't welcome on this Bernie Sanders podcast. Fight the power, baby. My super intimidating, you know, 130 pounds soaking wet white guy, really coming at you. Um, I will say, I do like that reasoning. And I like that MLB kind of saw that as a, hey, it's really, well, who knows if they actually reach this level of awareness, but hey, it's really shitty for us to doctor the baseballs and not tell anybody about it and not really give anybody a chance to know what the fuck is going on with the sport that they rely on to feed their families or in minor league players cases uh, don't. Um, and found a way to make the, to find the end goal that they wanted and just, well, reach the end goal that they wanted and just find a new path to get there. So I think you make a really great point there. And I would hope that's MLB's attempt to make a positive first step. Well, and I guess that leads to the, because that's the only reason I think it makes sense to do this now. Obviously, maybe they feel as though they just have a better grasp on the technology that could lead them to doing this, which we'll also talk about in a second because it's kind of funny. Um, but there doesn't, I mean, Pintar has been a part of the game like forever. I mean, it's not new. It's not even new within the last 10 years. It's not new within the last 20 years. Pintar is a very old part. People were talking about Pintar at the same time they were talking about Stickum in football. Like, it's such an old part of the game. It's not new. Stickum's fucking insane. It really I is. I know. Love you, Jerry it's, Rice. It's... Um... They used it to. They rebranded it as uh, Flex Seal. Oh, is that really the same thing? No, I just made that up. But you believed it. Which I is totally important. did. I dude, I totally <laughs> did. You had me. Yeah. Yeah, I was on board. I was like, oh damn! I, I was ready to bust that out as fun facts. <laughs> Honestly, you could still tell people that as a fun fact. No one's gonna say otherwise. Um, no, I'm gonna say it's a uh, oh. What's that spray on tar? No, that is Flex Seal. Yeah, that, that, is, that is exactly what I was thinking. Okay. Um, but anyway, anyway. So the only reason I could think of that they would start looking into this now when they have made other strides and attempt at being more hitter friendly with the larger bases, even though, again, we said in the last episode that seems pretty marginal, um, with reducing the shift, which the concept there is that the shift takes away otherwise would have been base hits. So in theory, we are can reintroduce those base hits. Um, there's been talk of lowering the amount of the past. I know they moved it down or they moved it back in the Atlantic league in 2019. So the, the there's the, the changes have pretty much all been batter friendly uh, three batter minimum that they instituted last season. That's meant to also mm-hmm. be batter friendly. So you can't get quite so many matchups. So I would imagine that my argument for reducing pine tar is likely what they're going with because it's not like the Astros cheating scandal where you could, you know, that was pretty singular. It was pretty much just the Astros pine tar is every team. It's every pitcher. The Red Sox. Yeah. I mean, like Michael Pineda put it on his neck. Like everyone, that was like six years ago. Like everyone does this and everyone's been doing it forever. It is not new. 
So the only reason I could think of them wanting to do this is is the batters thing because it, I mean it's not like the MLB's catching a lot of shit from the casual fan about pine tar, right? I bet if you asked a, a took a survey of quote unquote casual baseball fans, I think a good portion of them would not even know what pine tar is or what it really is. They might have heard it, but don't know what it what it's used for, why people use it, stuff like that. Right. But I bet you at the same time, they would be very against it because your average person is against everything. They are told to be against something and they don't know why, but they will agree and do it. Do you think pine tar should be a part of the game? No, absolutely not. Do you think we should allow uncorked bats in baseball? No, never. And they're all are like, yeah, dude, let's fucking legalize it. Let's go. <laughs> fucking playing out there with silly string. Um, Imagine I, if that's how we tagged guys out. COVID six feet distance and they just shoot them with a can of silly string. I mean, scientifically, that is why silly string shoots that far. Silly string shoots exactly six feet because of COVID. Mm-hmm. That's what it was made for. Everything on the internet's a lie. You cannot prove us wrong. There you go, baby. Uh, I, I live in my own universe of alternative facts. Uh, At this point, is it any crazy universe? No. Nope. Nope. So I guess that kind of brings us to the point of how on earth are they going to tell? Um, so actually, no, no, I want to back it up one more second. So they're looking for it. Did they say what they're going to do if they find it? Don't do that. Because <laughs> that's See. the thing. Today, if you get found by um if the opposing team tells the ump like hey that guy over there on the mound the pitcher man he's using pine tar um and the ump goes up there and he like touches you all over and he says "Ooh, you're sticky and then that's pine tar (laughs) then they throw you out of then they 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 eject you from the game um but that's also very contained to within the environment of the game that what the mlb is talking about is that they're talking about reviewing the results of your game after the fact to determine if you had been using pine tar. Cause so far as I can recall, I don't think you get, I don't think you get, um, you like, I don't think you miss games for pine tar. You don't for illegally winning a world series. So why not? Yeah. Oh no, no. Michael Pineda was suspended 10 games. Okay, so I guess you do. Okay, so I, I guess there's a world in which the MLB will just start suspending pitchers 10 games. Which is fine by me. I guess they so. actually release fair um, suspensions, unlike the Joe Kelly bullshit. You frowned at our Astros. You are suspended, sir. Oh, God, that was uh, so dumb. Buddy. I hate Joe Kelly, and that was so stupid. Um, it, it's amazing how much I dislike Joe Kelly as a pitcher, and that put me over the edge. I know, dude. It was uh, ridiculous. But all right, so they find out that you've been using pine tar. They ban you 10 games. They suspend you 10 games. So I guess now how will they determine that you've been using pine tar? 
They've been saying that it's just about this jump in your spin rate. Now, obviously, there must be room for organic growth in spin rate because that's one of the things that has been much more focused on within, you know, um, MLB pitching staffs and development training has been working on spin rate because it's just good to have for literally every pitch you throw, but higher spin rate is just kind of better. Um, so how are they going to attribute that to pine tar? I imagine it will be one piece of the puzzle that makes up the entire investigation or their entire slam down on illegal substances. I don't know, man. It, I would hope it's part of a bigger scheme, of, um, you know, devices used to, to gauge these kind of things. But at the end of the day, you know, natural increases in spin rates can be one thing. Stuff like Trevor Bauer last year where it jumped up like 300 RPM over a single offseason is that very dicey highly improbable um i just i hope they do approach this with a understanding mind where hey a a young pitcher coming off you know a tommy john surgery is gonna probably have a pretty low spin rate or or isn't able to ramp it up and so next season when he jumps back up and and has a full off-season workout things like that and it does jump up amount uh, a good amount they're not just like fucking kill him kick him off the team whatever i don't know i just again hoping for mlb to be rational and just not expecting it oh of course not um i read an article it did say that they're going to um this also be retroactive for the for however long stack has been around for which i want to say is 2015 so basically if you've been cheating for longer than 2015 you're good but Trevor Bauer, watch out, you sneaky little bitch, because um, according to the New York Post, which eh, <laughs> you take that for whatever it is, um, they are planning, the MLB is planning on targeting players that have had significant jumps in RPMs specifically um, when it comes to going forward with their investigations, which it has Trevor Bauer's name all over it. So. You see what his uh, agent was tweeting out today? The series yeah, of tweets she, he had about it? Yeah, she was like, oh, so like uh, before this season, uh, they're grandfathered in, right? <laughs> no. No, you idiot. <laughs> it's like MLB saying like, all right, all right, the Astros can keep hitting trash cans, but no more trash cans for anybody else, all right? They did it first, so they can just like keep it moving, but like y- y'all, y'all got y- y- to stop. No more trash cans. No, no. If MLB decides it's wrong, you can't do it ever. It's yes. MLB y'all fucking suck. If you nailed Trevor Bauer, I'll send you a Christmas card. I won't forgive you, but I'll send you a Christmas card. So one of the things though, that I can't help, but imagine would just be so significantly easier is uh, can't you just like, look at the players clothes i mean it's all property of mlb right so can't you just have an mlb employee 
can you just have an MLB employee be in charge of laundry instead of like a team staff person? And then they can just like take the pitcher's hat and uniform after the game and be like, all right, this is your pine tar check. And then if it comes back with pine tar, they go, all right, you're suspended for 10 games. I mean, it's not like the players are going to start shoving pine tar up their ass. Like it's going to be on their clothes. Yeah. But I mean, we've seen, you know, Pineda use his neck. We've seen. Yeah, but that's the thing. Pineda didn't get away with it, and he's a pretty dark-skinned dude. Somebody on their forum. Sorry, you're cutting it out. Here, go ahead. Yeah, my Wi-Fi's been really shit recently. I don't understand it. Well, my laptop's been shit with my Wi-Fi. It hasn't been my Wi-Fi. My Wi-Fi's been fine, but I don't understand how the internet works. Um, Pineda Pineda got caught. And he's a dark-skinned dude, and he still got caught having it on uh, on his neck. And that's the part that has me... Thinking, you know, I, for most players, it's just got to be on the close somewhere. And for most players, right here, right there on the hat, you ever look at a pitcher's hat and wonder, hey, why they got that big fucking mark right there on the on the brim of their cap? Fucking pine tar. It's all pine tar. Now, hitters are allowed to, and this is the stupid part about baseball. Hitters mm-hmm. are allowed to use pine tar, free and, and clear. It's on every bat. It's on every bat. They have the sticks that they rub the bat down with. So if you ever see a baseball player, you know, like break his bat on, you know, a breaking ball or some shit and to go get a new one, he'll go and he'll pine tar it up, pine tar it up on the side and then go back and hit. And if you ever see a bunch of players with like super dirty symbols on their helmets, that's also pine tar. And the idea with it is that it this kind of the same idea for pitching. It gives them a better grip. So for, um, hitters they'll actually loosen their grip since they can rely on the pine tar to help still hold the bat so that they can relax a little bit farther and have a kind of a freer swing without having to worry about squeezing the bat so much like you would if you didn't have gloves and pine tar but you're allowed to use it like you're just totally allowed to use it um and and pitchers they can't because we have assigned some level of value towards which is fine if there's a level of value towards aiding the batter and not helping the pitcher, but like make it more clear as to what we're doing here. Because if every pitcher has this mark right here, so they do ah, da, da, then like, then either tell them to knock it the fuck out off or tell them like, like the, like you do with hitters, there is an acceptable surface area that you can have pine tar, um, there, there is an accept. Here are the parameters of legal pine tar for pitching, instead of just being like, "We're gonna use stats to find you and fuck you." Oh, so you're telling me there's hot singles in my area, and they're gonna use statistics to find me? Okay, all right. Uh, we crunched um, the numbers here, Corwin, and it says here you're a bitch. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, uh, I I don't think anyone would be upset as long as there was that clear-cut line in the sand about what is and is not acceptable. Uh, of course, again, going back to I'd love to see a, a fair playing field. The fact that batters can use it to increase their grip on the bat and make baseball safer because it's not flying around. But pitchers can't use it to get better control to make baseball safer. 
is just stupid. It's stupid when you really boil it down to the foundation or boil it down to the brass tacks or whatever fucking idiom idiom I'm trying to use here. Um, and uh, it's just it it's maddening. It's maddening to all of us because of how all over the fucking place all of these decisions and rules are and, and nobody knows what the fuck is going on and it's no fun no and that's the thing is i i wish baseball just gave me less things to care about like i don't want to care about this i really like or, i don't want to ever have to talk about this the only reason we're talking about it is because mlb is wishy-washy they don't know what they want and it, it has a, an actual impact to the game, this decision. Like, it has a meaningful impact. And they're just like, we don't know. And it's like, you got to make a fucking choice, man. Like, this is not – this is no one watches baseball for this reason. Nobody watches baseball for the pine tar discussions. Nobody. There's nobody fucking out there. All right? Like, you want to talk about stolen baseball shit? Yeah, you know, if you shrink or increase the size of the distance between the bags, people watch baseball for that reason. Totally. You want to talk about whether or not we should hit home runs? People watch baseball for home runs. But that's a good comment. Nobody, fucking nobody watches baseball for the goddamn pine tar. <laughs> but MLB doesn't want to make a doesn't want to make a conscious decision, man. <laughs> Are you muted again, or, or, or am I am I losing it? Yeah. All right. That was me. It's my attempt to not make all the rattling noise. I should not have just shaken it, as I said, all the noise it makes when I shake it. Shake, um, and roll. And yeah, it's. Uh, I just forget when I don't pay attention. Who would have thought? Uh, is there a third option in this saga that you think you would prefer? What are my? What are the two so far that we have? Legalize it. Make it more illegal. Um, I don't really think so. I mean, they could introduce some other substance. I mean, if they wanted to find it in between, they could find something that maybe has slightly less grip than pine That's tar. <laughs> Slippery ball. <laughs> you hit it into play. Oh, nobody can catch it. <laughs> Imagine if they threw that in there with like the lacrosse and tennis ball or, you know, the super raised grip ball just like a vaseline ball of like we just want to see what the fuck's gonna happen you hit a ground one ball to one second side, one helps the other this gregorius fields it he tries to throw it he cannot get it his hand is all gross now he tries to get it again every altuve's rounding third oh my God. gregorius still can't pick up the fucking ball <laughs> inside the park home runs that don't leave the infield could you imagine the hilarity that would ensue from someone like making contact on like a Vaseline ball and then scores on like a super weak, you know, line drive down the gap from just a little league home run because nobody can throw the ball in and just all these relay th pitches are just going all over the place and baseball. You'd have to start throwing it with your glove at some point. Like you'd, well, have, you you'd have to just start, like, shovel passing it with the glove. Okay, so you're telling me we now have the foundations in place to turn baseball into high lie? Or, or you could 
trap it in your glove, take your glove off, and then throw your glove to where it's supposed to go. No, Josh, that's against the rules. Can't break no, those. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. I, dude, this I is Blurg's ball, not. Josh. Baseball is not allowed to make sense. Rules are changing all the time. Get over it. It is. It's one of my favorite El Duque and Masahiro Tanaka highlights. Who was the pitcher got their hand stuck and was like panicky trying to pull it out? Was that like John Lester? That's hilarious. I don't know. And like he just barely gets it out and just like frustratedly just throws it to the first base and he's just like this fucking game, man. Fuck. I don't know. That's really funny. It was either John Lester or the other guy that we confused with John Lester that one time. John and Lackey. John Lackey. I think it might be John Lackey. They are the same. I'm going to do some research. Every baseball person is the same person. <laughs> baseball only has like six players. You just don't realize it yet. Did you meet yourself again? Yeah, but yeah, it was, it's fine. It's John Lester. That's adorable. I'm amazed I found that with like a single Google search. I didn't have to search anything else. Yeah, I'm kind of impressed as well. You, uh, you're never that quick. Hey, that's hey, what she said. Um, all right. Yeah. So also, I, the announcer said that was the smartest play in the history of baseball. I don't think that's true. <laughs> that's what you're supposed to do every time. Yeah. Frust- what was he supposed to do? Fucking eat the ball? Just shove it in his goddamn mouth? Oh, like shit. I. I guess I guess you're safe. I just I can't throw the ball. I can't get it out. I don't know. And John Lester and his frustration is shoving the ball up his own ass. <laughs> We've never seen this before on the diamond. I mean, what the fuck is he supposed to do? You get the ball to the first baseman. Like <laughs> No, Josh, you have to understand that is the smartest play in the history. The history of baseball. That's some real heads up base running right there by John Lester. The Jose Consenco getting hit in the head with the ball and it going over is a more heads up, more intelligent play than that was. I'm convinced that the Jose Canseco bop off the head is what is what turned him into a full on idiot. Like a split second after that happened, he was like, aliens are real and I've talked to them. And now he is who he is. Okay with this. That was the moment. That, that that ball knocked the stupid juice into him. It's okay, because he's got a hot daughter. Named Poop. What? You didn't see this on Twitter? His nickname for his daughter is Poop. Boy, that, that guy is fucking dumb. And then his daughter was Real like, dumb. yes, it is true. My nickname is Poop. Uh, yeah. yeah he's I the have worst. a gross nickname. And it's nowhere near that one. It was from his was from her fucking dad. Yeah. Poop. That's fucking gross. Yeah. Just gonna keep saying it. Anyway. Right. Um so I guess we're probably it'll be interesting to see if MLB plans on doing anything with this information this season, or if they're just gonna kind of gather this information and then make a rule surrounding it heading into next season. There really hasn't been any additional information kind of tossed about in regards to what's going to be happening with this. Um, It's just that 
apparently teams just kind of got warned, like, we're going to be looking at this now. So, I mean, it much like our conversations around the other rule changes, which is uh, we don't know exactly what they're looking for out of it, and we don't know how they're going to make a determination as to whether or not it was a successful venture. Um, that very much so goes for this too. Um, I would imagine they're not planning on doing anything immediately because if they were, they'd have to tell teams because could you imagine like first start of the year and um, Zach Granke gets a 10 game suspension after his first start because of pine tar, but they didn't tell the Astros that was a real possibility. Yes, absolutely. Can imagine that. (laughs) All right. So you're right. But like, could you imagine how much that would suck? Can I reasonably imagine that? No. Yeah. No reasonable minds. No reasonable world would that take place. And the unreasonable world is the world of Robert Manfred. So we're just living in it. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, I guess we'll just find out over time. The only other thing that we really had, because, you know, baseball, we're at a point in spring training where all the conversations are annoying. Um, you know, rosters are still getting figured out. People are playing games that matter less and less as the days go on. It, it really Bold predictions haven't been predicted yet. Bold predictions will be predicted for Monday's episode, so keep an ear out for them. Um, however, there was an interesting bit of news, um, out of the NHL, which is that one of the NHL's referees was fired today. Um, after he admitted on a hot mic that he was targeting the Nashville predators for penalties. So Corwin, uh, gee, what do you think? Uh, so to paraphrase what he said, it was basically like, man, I really wish I, or I wish I could have called that a penalty. That was just a little too weak. I really just want to, you know, penalize the predators early in this game. Um, oh, sorry. You missed a word. It's, I wanted to get a fucking penalty against Nashville. That was the words. Which is um, which makes it way because the first one sounds kind of lighthearted and fun. The yeah. second one is like, no, 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 no. He said that shit with his chest. He he meant that one. Yeah, it's not like oh, like I uh, I want to do this uh, joke. It's not like oh, retribution or or making up for a missed call yesterday. Blah 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 blah. It's like no, he's just an asshole. Um, which makes this so much more okay. Uh, because I'm glad he got fired because he's an asshole. I think it's just a crack in the door to a much larger issue, which I just sent you a picture of the guy in case you hadn't seen him. No fucking way. Really? Yeah. Are you looking at it? Oh, no. Unfortunately, I am. That's one of the ugliest people I've ever seen in my life. Uh, And I do a podcast with Josh. Fuck you. But he does not look like he knows where he is in this picture. Um, did you see the video of him getting hit in the nuts with a slap shot and then it bouncing off of his cock and balls into the goal? Hey, what an At assist. like a 90 degree angle. It was really fucking funny. Apparently oh. he's gotten hit in the nuts twice. Well, one for each ball, I guess. It is something else. Um, do you think it's a bigger issue in NHL, NBA, football, where refs will go out of their way to 
assess this kind of possibly punitive, you know, uh, penalties or even just because of their fucking mood or, or own personal bias against certain teams? It's tough because the NFL, those refs can slow the game down like nobody's business. You can, you can literally call holding on every single play. Um, and it becomes so easy to target a team for that. But there's also like 9,000 judges or refs. Um, so it's kind of hard to solo fuck over a team like that. Because in the NHL, there are two refs. There are two refs and there are two line judges. And that's it. Um, and I think the impact there might be a little bit higher. MLB, it's also tough because you could say I'm screwing us with the balls and strikes calls, but if we're being honest, umps are so old and bad that it doesn't really matter. Um, Not bad like they get 60% of the calls right, but bad in that like they're not going to – the job's hard. Like anything getting skewed is is in your mind imaginary. Um, And then I don't watch enough NBA to really comment on it. I think this is probably – Got the heaviest implications, especially because the penalty in the NHL is so severe. I mean, if ML, with NFL, you move back five yards. With baseball, you get a ball call instead of a strike or a strike call instead of a ball. In hockey, you lose a guy for like two minutes. And your team basically has no real ability to be an offensive team for two entire minutes or more. Um, you are muted, my friend. Corwin, you are muted. There's like a 35% chance that the other team just scores against you now. One bad penalty, three of those a game, and they score. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, 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 on the nose, it, 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 the probability of scoring even strength versus probability of scoring in any, any given two minutes, even strength versus the probability of scoring in any two minutes of uh, power play. The power play has got so much. It's, it's literally an entire additional person over the other team. I mean, it's ridiculous. In the best way. It's one of the things that makes hockey so much fucking fun. But uh, also, though, hats off to the NHL because they this story broke yesterday and then they fired him today. Wildly surprising that it was this quick and decisive. What's going on with all of these terrible commissioners making decisive decisions? I don't know, man, because uh, Mickey Calloway still has a job. Um mm for some way more severe shit, but here the NHL took what could, they could have very easily brushed off as being a joke, um, which would not have been the right thing to do, but they could have done it and we'd all just have to eat that. Um, And instead said, no, like this is super fucked up. Even if it is a joke, you shouldn't be joking about that. It ruins the integrity of the game and you're a referee, which is the backbone of the integrity of the game. You're the rule keeper on the, on the ice. Um, and we have to let you go because you can't even make those types of jokes, especially not to the other team while the game is happening. Um, and I uh, I don't think you'd see that out of uh, definitely baseball and maybe the NFL because they suck too. Yes. Oh, yes, they do. Uh, and they really go out of their way to uh, rub it in how much they do it because it seems to be all the fucking time. Um yeah, I'm glad this was decisive. I'm glad this was immediate. I'm glad it kind of puts refs. Well, I guess it really doesn't do much because 
all of all this is telling them is hey don't get caught saying this fucking shit out loud while you have a microphone attached to you you know it it it's not going to prevent this from happening because it can't because it's all quote unquote subjective and uh you know it's such a uh i'm trying to think of the term for it but you know one ref can control the outcome of this and doesn't need to be justified, doesn't need to be proven. It's just whatever he quote unquote sees in the moment um, is how it goes. So I, it's not going to do anything to cut back on it, but I don't know. At least the guy who got caught got punished. I mean, like, could you just imagine if, uh, I don't know, uh, NFL ref standing on the sideline, chit chatting with like the running back of the team on defense I was like, yeah, you know, I really wanted to call defensive pass interference there. It was a bit soft, but like, ah, fuck, fuck the uh, Broncos. Like, that's basically what this guy did. Or like, you know, a batter steps in the batter's box and Joe West just leans forward to him. And he's like, you know, I really never liked the Angels. You know what? Replace the Broncos there with the Patriots. And we'd all be like, yeah, no, that, that's every one of us. That's why I didn't say the Patriots because it was like yeah. that's just too relatable. No, like that's that's understandable. Like, oh yeah. shit! Like, I really wanted to call uh, Jose Altuve out there because fuck him, uh, but I couldn't because it was right on the edge. And it's like, all right, no, like I, I get that. Okay, all right. But then again, I remember I have integrity, so I would never. But like, I just think it's funny that the ref. Was, was he like trying to be like the cool young guy like yeah you know fuck them weak bitches in nashville you know who, everyone knows the cool dudes are here in detroit ain't that right arvidson who was the player um oh fuck i really hope it's like a big name cool player so that no, i was right it is, yeah it was victor arvidson okay um Wait, so he was talking to a Predators player about wanting to call a penalty on the Predators? No, he was talking to a Red Wings player. Victor Arvidsson. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. That was the player who got... Oh, my bad. Hold on. Yeah, I I saw a name and then immediately just assumed that I was right and I was not. Um, What a Josh thing to do. Oh, it absolutely (laughs) was a Josh thing to do. Oh, actually, you know what? It just says Hot Mike. I assumed he was on... I thought he was talking to someone on the sideline. Yeah. Uh, Well, I'm going to assume he was talking to Wayne Gretzky, so I can believe that he was just trying to, you know, be the awkward seventh grader who's trying to fit in with the cool ninth graders. Yeah, I don't know why I, I thought he was talking to somebody on the bench. Oh, well, that's my bad. Um, I still think though that's uh, I so I guess maybe he was talking to one of the other refs would make probably more sense. Um, however, that's also a ridiculous thing to admit to your coworkers. <laughs> like, there's no instance in which saying this makes any fucking sense, even if it's how he feels no. on the inside. It's like either you're saying this to the stadium, which is the hot mic situation, which means you were saying it to yourself, which is like, why talk to yourself at your job when you have a microphone in front of your mouth? Um, or it's you're telling your coworkers that's like, hey, I hate the other team and I'm just here to fuck them, which is like ridiculous. See, I don't think it's that crazy because I've had coworkers tell me some wildly personal and crazy shit that they just think is like normal small talk. So I get it, especially after looking at that guy. That guy's not normal. 
Oh, no, that no. Guy that, that guy's got issues at the ass. Let's just look at him. I'm here to judge him by his cover. Absolutely. We're human. We're Americans. That's what we do. Yeah, my um, we perfected as a country. That's what we provide to the rest of the world. That's our main export. <laughs> Judgmentalism. Our main export crippling depression. You could buy a home for the price of a VCR. Our economy's based on LeBron James. It's One of the best YouTube videos of all time. Our main export is potassium. Glorious Kazakhstan. Ah, fuck. Oh, man. Watch watch our sister podcast, Juicing the Big Screen. Do not watch Borat 2. Well, listen to the show and then make your decision. (laughs) I'm not going to advocate for it, but I will not advocate against it. Um, I will. Yeah, well, you're you. No fun Corwin over there, as we call him. Uh, Correct. Yeah, I, I, I really think the biggest takeaway from the NHL thing is that uh, some refs suck and everyone knew that. Um, and also, hey, you can actually make decisive action quickly if you feel like it. <laughs> if you are the head of a, of a sports organization, it's not impossible. There did not need to be a two week long investigation to find out whether or not he said them because there was a camera and there was a microphone and there was a recording and we all heard it. I honestly will say that the most impactful outcome from this, you know, whole situation is now we have the the proof, we have the precedent set that the NHL can be held accountable and they can make decisive decisions. And we can no longer let them slide by now that we have the evidence. Yeah, and I, I think another thing that they do it so quickly is um, money. Because where's the money, Josh? I know you were wondering, how can we make this about money? Um, because if you can't trust the integrity of the game and you know there's people being like, oh, well, the refs have it out for them and you have something you can point to, then what happens to all the gambling money on the NHL? Uh, it no longer gets put on the NHL. Yeah, and, you know, I, I don't really know how the whole uh, liability of the whole situation works, but there's millions and millions of dollars that go on sports betting. And even though the NHL might be the most not, might not be the most popular sports sport to bet on, there's still a lot of fucking money that rides on that shit. Yeah, that's a huge liability where you could have a massive lawsuit, a class action lawsuit where if, you know, this was recorded and he did or there was a penalty on a, on a no call and the other team goes to score and that changes the outcome of a game. That is a huge class action lawsuit waiting to happen. And as rich as the NHL is, I guarantee you they don't have that kind of money to just burn. So I can't wait to get my check for 86 cents in the mail. Honestly, the fact that it would come from the NHL would make it worth it. Yeah. I'd cash that shit. Let me tell you, I would frame it. Let me, no, no, no. Let me tell you. There, there's, uh, well, because you can cash the, that shit. Remote deposit, yeah. Yeah, and then keep the check. Uh, there's no amount of money too small that I will not cash for the principle of it. Just for the principle of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not above that. Never never tell yourself no. you're above cash and check for 86 cents. It's my nope. goddamn money. <laughs> check, absolutely. 
you try to hand me a fucking penny at a cash register, I don't want to touch it. I just no, don't I'm... want it. Penny's useless. Digital currency. Yeah. <laughs> Slide me a Bitcoin Physical over the pen- counter, bro. <sighs> fucking Bitcoin. Just shove that shit into my Coinbase, bro. It's an app for digital currency. Okay. Okay. No sexual innuendos here. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> Slide your Bitcoin want- into my Coinbase. Yeah. <laughs> anything else you want to talk about, buddy boy? Uh, not really. Uh, you know, we've got some other stuff coming up that we're looking forward to. Again, bull predictions coming up. So we got some more draft stuff coming up as the uh, the draft, the NFL bum, 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 draft rapidly approaches um, in all the funnest ways. And NFL free agency also continues to march on. The Jets made a couple of signings. Other teams that don't matter as much as the Jets have made other signings. Um, <laughs> so we're going to, you know, still wait a little bit to let some shit shake out. Um, there's obviously still the development of the Deshaun Watson situation, which makes the, uh, which first off, is just a big story in general, which we're obviously going to wait on to make any kind of judgment, but also carries a lot of weight, uh, as teams consider what they're going to do in free agency, pre-draft and post-draft. If there's one less, uh, upper tier starting quarterback off the market. So, um, lot still left to unfold in the NFL and doing like little micro episodes about what's going on is like not our jam. So maybe another week or two. We do not come here to microdose. Give us the whole thing. Yeah. Shove that mushroom in my mouth, daddy. Um, so uh, I guess we'll just stand pat and everything else. This will be a shorter one today, but we've also been doing like hour and a half joints for a while. So um, I think we've earned it and y'all can deal. Uh, Again, if you haven't been watching this shit on YouTube, it's there. It's here. I'm wearing my 1956 World Series Yankees cap today. Shout out to Don Larson. Almost Um, forgot to mention the cap. I forgot the other day, and now I don't remember because I'm keeping an inventory of what I've worn and what I haven't, and I forgot to mention one the other day, and now I don't remember what it is, and I have to like watch our YouTube to figure out what the if fuck it was. If only there was a video recording of exactly what you wore. Yeah, and that's what I'm gonna have to go back and do. But like, I don't want to watch our own fucking YouTube. So I don't like. I don't no. need to listen to myself, and I definitely don't need to see myself. Oh, um, amen to that. Yeah, I it know what I look of- like. There's a reason there's no mirror in my room. Took a lot of it. Took two years for Corn and I to work up the ability to actually do this shit on video. So like, yeah, um, work out ability and not decide to just actually do it instead of just saying we will someday. Yeah. Uh, so that's that. Uh, so check it out on YouTube. Just fucking Google it, bitch. Um, I don't got no fancy. We don't have that fancy URL shit yet. So just like fucking Google it. <laughs> Uh, if you want to hit us up on Twitter, you can do so. Uh, at Juicing Pod, we never tweet from that shit. So you can hit me up at uh, Joshua D. Tracy. You can follow Corwin at Corwin Heller. And you can email us at juicingthenumbers at gmail.com. And uh, until Monday, y'all have a good one. Keep those hands sticky. Okay. I don't want to follow that. <laughs>